Elective surgery. Jealous. Anything else, Scott? Come on. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I had I get I just wanted to go at the end of this episode, just go, I'll be back. Pretty much. That's that's the thing that stuck out when it came to this episode was that last shot, which of course we'll you know we'll get to that. But when that last shot popped out, I was like, Oh god, I remember that shot because it's so oh, I remember that shot too. And here's the thing. This is already something I want to start off talking about the fact that have you noticed that practically once we got past, no, even with, if you consider Last Son of Krypton parts one through three as basically like one episode for, you know, as a movie, every episode has ended on some sort of like Twilight Zone stinger twist thing. Every single one, because... Last time of Krypton ended with, you know, Brainiac finding those aliens. Fun and Games ended with, you know, the broken, creepy mask. Uh, what was it? Uh, you know, a little piece parasite of home. Parasite with the uh, the, the roach. And then the, the roach. And then a little piece of home with that, with that piece of kryptonite hanging out, you know, yeah. just a few feet away. And then this one, I mean, like, I, I love it. I forgot that this was actually like a pattern in the first season. That, they were all, that it was yeah. like these little teases at the end of every episode. I was thinking the same thing, too, because, and I thought that's smart because, you know, I think with Batman, I, you know, again, it seemed like, especially that first season, as, as great and awesome as it is and how much we got. But it just seemed like, you know, it, there, there wasn't too many of those. And I think they thought this time it's like, okay. If we're going to establish these villains, especially when it comes to Metallo, because it just I mean, obviously, this is we are we already have John Corbin, of course, like show up already. We already have established where he's at. He's on Strike Island right now. And then just to know that, oh, yeah, he's going to return. And I love the fact that they're going. All right. I mean, I guess it's different when it comes to Batman, because he has such a big rogues gallery that you want to like put there somewhere but when it comes to superman it's like i, I don't know i just to me it, it seems like the creator or everybody just wanted to be like let's make sure that we tease that these villains are still around and they're going to show up in the future well also here's the thing you get mm-hmm. remember when we talk about the 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 first season mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna say air quote season it, yeah. it's really it's really first episode order yeah it, it was 65 episodes like stretched out over like a year you know mm. it you know and there wasn't go back to those early episodes there wasn't like we got excited when there was like some continuity otherwise it was very episodic and very yeah. just you know episode episode when we get to superman there's only like like it's like 13 you know 13 20 episodes mm-hmm. a season i mean the entire series of superman the animated series is fewer episodes than the very first season of batman the animated series true that true that and this uh this one i mean let's face it mr corbin and his cockiness man it's this guy he's oh such god a, he's so malcolm mcdowell is tells just- it Sells it. Sells it so hard. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, I know. And that's what's so great. That's what makes, I mean, I mean, obviously just that voice of his and just the way that he, especially like, I mean, that's the, 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 the line that I gave at the very beginning, just like when he's, you know, when we get to the part where we start talking about him and Superman fighting each other and just how he's just, just 
just those lines that he's given him. And just, it's just so cocky and you love it because he just, that voice of his is just. Argh. Well, and, and also I want to take an opportunity. This, this okay. is going to be where, cause I told you we were going to discuss where the title of this episode comes from. Okay. Now, do you know where the, where the title, what the title is an allusion to? No. Okay. And it's illusion, not illusion. I'm <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. A L L U S I O N. <laughs> it's from the Bible. Okay. First uh, Kings uh, chapter two. Uh, it actually comes from verse two, but you have to read verse one to get the context. And it reads When David's time to die drew near, he commanded Solomon his son, saying, That's verse one. Verse two I am about to go the way of all flesh. Be strong and show yourself a man. Nice. So when you say the way of all flesh, it, you're, you know, it, it's, it's a way of saying everything dies. Okay. Okay. That's, that's cool. I like that. So that's a cool little title right there. I, didn't, I had no idea. I don't know if I've read what's, what's that book you said? The oh, Bible. Yeah. The Bible. Yes. The Bible, you know, it's been around for hotel a little room. bit. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah, say. I think I've seen her in a hotel room, but let's say hi to some of the people out there. We got James. Good to see you. Hey, we got Miss Nighthawk right here saying hi to everybody. It's almost like I could hear her voice or her laugh right here. It's pretty close. I don't know. You know, <laughs> we got Mama Film Junkie here. Good to see you. I uh, saw her this uh, morning. We had brunch with some family members. So that was fun and great and delicious. So good to see you in the chat. We got Ryan right here. And then, of course, we got Mr. Josh Herrera right here. Finally, John Corbin comes back for revenge. And then, of course, yeah, happy 4th of July, everybody. Hopefully, uh, I mean, obviously, it's it's on a Tuesday. So it's, uh, you know, it kind of does suck that some people, you know, have to work. I mean, luckily, I don't. I know. But when it's on a Tuesday, I think I said this on the vodka stream, too. I was like, man, it, it does suck when it's during the week. But, you know. What can you do? What can you do? But yeah, happy fourth, everybody. Uh, but yeah, right now we're just going to be talking about this Terminator sci-fi horror-esque level episode right here. When it comes to uh, our introduction to actual Metallo after already being introdu uh, introduced to John Corbin. And uh, right off the bat, we're on Stryker's Island right in his cell. And like I said, the cockiness of this character and just, you know, the food that he gets delivered. And and you know what? what's great about this, too, is like right at the beginning, because uh, further in the episode, when it comes to him losing his shit, they really establish that <sighs> when he gets his meal, because he likes he's, the nice things. Yes. He likes but he also. But he's appreciating how it smells, how it tastes, you know, and then later on. But once again, it, yeah. uh, uh, kudos to Stan Berkowitz, who wrote this episode. Um, he, once again, giving Superman's rogues gallery psychological depth that did not pre-exist in the character's inception. Yeah. I mean... Once again, you, you, you've you nailed it, Dave. They've given Corbin an arc. We yeah. establish a personality about him that is then going to play into, you know, the way he behaves and his struggle in the episode. Because, I mean, I've seen many Metallo interpretations at this point. Uh -huh. And this one is just so unique because they've they, they don't go this hard 
with, with with what Metallo's personal struggle is. And I I love it in this. This is a great episode. Yeah. When I mean when you take these characters that have been around and you have to like, well, you know, you have to inject something different and something, you know, to to just kind of change it up a little bit without Without like changing too much or anything like that. But yeah, like you said, it goes hard. And right at the beginning, you know, when this is all happening, he's talking to this, uh, the doctor that, that comes in, or not the doctor, but the guard. The guard, right. Yeah, the, the guard that the comes doctor in. later. Yes, Dr. Vale. Um, that uh, the guard comes in and gives the food. And then, of course, he starts going, doing the whole like, er, er, he's got pains and everything. And even the, doc- or the guard goes, those pains again. And then, you know, of course, he tries to play it off like it's nothing. But then eventually he just passes out and just, you know, the guard goes back in and he's just on the floor, just out. And and then again, and then we get to, of course, um, when it comes to the doctor and he's like looking at him. And again, Corbin, with his cockiness and the way that is, he's like, he's like, how can it be? I'm too young to have these pains. I work out. I take supplements. I take care of myself. And but then it's like. You got a virus, dude. You got a disease. It's rare. I can't. What, shit. Sorry. <laughs> and and it's interesting that they made. And I was paying attention to this. Mm-hmm. It was interesting that they made the prison doctor Emmett Vale, okay, and not the scientist that as that LexCorp later yeah. on, because you know, in traditional comic canon, Emmett Doctor Emmett Vale is the is the creator of Metallo. Yes, yeah. and they he's there. But he's not the scientist who actually, like, you know, does the whole yeah. does the whole thing. So yeah, I, so I thought that was an interesting little tweak for the character in uh, in this interpretation. Yeah, because yeah, when we yeah when we get to the episode where he he just basically you know just disappears essentially. But uh, but yeah, and then so when it comes to all this, it's like, all right, but Hey, and then I love it. when they talk about the, I mean, obviously we see that before uh, Corbin passes out that he has a special friend that, you know, that that's able to hook him up with certain, certain commodities when it comes to being in prison and getting like these nice meals and everything like that. And then of course, when uh, Dr. Vale just goes like, Hey, well, there is a procedure that you could do that has to do with our, you know, our special friend or our certain good friend, not special friend, but certain good friend. And it's like, is he bald? Yeah, of course he is. It's that guy. It's always that guy, right? It's gotta uh, be that, that guy. I mean, yeah, come on. it has to be that guy. And then I love uh, this, uh, this, this <laughs> Clark Kent riding his bike. <laughs> I love it. Cause I also love it. How he's just being so leisurely. Yeah. And, and he's dude, trying to fit in with the people. Yeah. It, or you know? he's just enjoying, or he's just enjoying the, you know, the coast. Being line. human. Yeah, being he's human. Being human, you know? And then, but then of course, he's got to enjoy the, the, the other human level of dickheads that fly right past him and t- call him Slowpoke. What? Oh, it's the old lady. I love yeah, it. The old lady, like, gets, you know, they just, you know, and she just. It's like, like, it's like the old lady from uh, <laughs> uh, a little piece of home that's like, what do you think they're like, gonna do? Dance? <laughs> pretty much, right? It's just like ah, uh, it's like Clark's trying to just enjoy being human, and then of course he gets that level of it because, well, let's face it, humans, am I right? And then of course <clears throat> you can't enjoy it fully because always something has to fucking happen, right? And uh, sure enough, these missiles just start flying through the air because he's right on the coast and Strikers Island's like right out there. So then of course we get these missiles that are just being shot at 
the prison and of course hit the hit the walls or hit at a specific point of the wall uh twice and then naturally you know that's just going to cause a prison break where all these prisoners are just going to start you know jumping into the water and trying to get out even though it's like you know good luck good luck with that but then of course we get a third missile that's about to come in and of course superman just uppercuts it right up into the sky to blow up and then i just love how like um when he just starts uh rallying up i mean first you got two you got two prisoners that get on a boat and i love how they're like was this supposed to happen today i don't know just go you know and they just <laughs> get, yeah like wait a minute this we, we weren't suspecting like a prison break today and then they get on uh that boat and then naturally of course superman just lifts up the boat and puts it right back onto the island and then there's just like a bunch of other prisoners that are just trying to swim as fast as they can and then i love how he, he there's a fisherman out in the water and he just shows up on there he goes hey can i borrow something real quick you know <laughs> and he just grabs a net and just you know catches all the uh prisoners and brings them right back. I, I love i just I, I i adore the politeness of can i borrow this yeah superman you know <laughs> He's polite, it's, you know. It's, I'm it's sure great. He, he returned it, I'm sure, you know. And absolutely, he returned said thank, it. And said thank you and everything. So, but that was just, uh, it was great. But then, of course, Corbin being, you know, obviously we know that this has to do with him getting out. He had scuba gear. He had everything. So he was underwater, just you know, whatever. And, and Vale's course, waiting for him on the shore. So you know, it's yeah, yeah it's, definitely. And then, man, yeah, God. Yeah, this I tell you what, the Corbin and Luther exchanges in this episode. Awesome. It's what I remember most from this episode yeah. is is the back and forth with these two. Mm-hmm. Like he's there on the table and and, the, and they wheel in the metallic body. I, you know, I'm going to be honest, something I did forget. I forget that it's a transplant. Let's transfer. Mm-hmm. Like they don't do stuff to his body. Yeah. They like basically put his brain. I yeah. I mean, they don't say, but I'm no. going to assume they basically took his brain and put it into the metallo body. Yeah. And it's pretty creepy too. when you see it just laying there, but yeah, they never like stay, stay specifically, but when they show it, it's just like that, you know, it's very sci-fi horror, like, mm, and then of course cut to commercial, obviously it fades out. And- I do like the fact that the name Metallo comes from the fact that that's the name of the metal that the, the body is made out of because yeah. they never actually call him Metallo as, as a, as a name or he kind of does a thing was like, I'm Metallo now. And he's kind of, and, and he says that because he's saying about how, what he's made out of, you know, but yeah. it's not just, we're going to give you a corny, you know, a, a corny yeah. supervillain name. Yeah. It, My name is Metallo. Metallo. Really? That's all you came up with. No, but yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. And he basically saying that he's going to be indestructible. Um, yeah. It's just, there's just great exchanges between Corbin and Luthor. And then of course we cut to where we are at the daily planet and um, Clark is seeing like the, the, the news report that, Hey, yeah, that, he didn't the Corbin ended up escaping or he was the only one that ended up escaping after this whole thing that happened. And, uh, and then, uh, and then Lois, of course, being Lois, she already, she had like the file on Corbin because she has connections. It's Lois Lane, uh, to people that were at Strikers Island. And then 
I guess the uh, the yeah the virus that was that he had the rare virus is uh, Arako's retrovirus. Arako's. Am I saying that right? I you know what? I didn't thing? even pay that much attention. Yeah, to I did. I did. I I, I, don't, I don't even know if that's an actual thing. It's not like I searched it. Like, is this real? I mean, who knows? It sounds like it is. Arako's retrovirus. <laughs> so that's what it's called. Apparently, that's what he. That's what's causing the the pains that he had. Um, so then, of course. We get after we get to after the surgery and and Corbin is feeling absolutely fantastic. He's like, yes, I feel great. I feel good. And they do that whole testing thing on some equipment where it's just like he's testing his strength and pretty much showing that he is almost almost pretty much as strong as Superman. Yeah. And then also I like the fact that, you know, the first time he punches the thing goes, I didn't even try. <laughs> and then he does try and he smashes the thing. Uh-huh. But I, I really like the moment where like the guy like basically brings out like a bazooka. He's like, yeah. wait, wait, what? <laughs> and, and then he just shoots him. And that's our first hint <laughs> of. I didn't feel any like, like yeah. I love the realization. Like you see the realization come across his face like. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. I haven't been hungry. And then there's the thing of, wait a minute. I haven't had anything to eat or drink since the operation. And I'm not hungry. Yeah. I'm not hungry. I don't want any of that right now. What what is going on with that? And then of course, you know, Luther being Luthor. I mean, first off, that is such a Luthor thing. It's like, yeah, just shoot an explosive round at him. And just for fuck, why not? Why not just do that? And we'll, just to prove know. that it works. Yes, exactly. You know, no warning, no nothing. Let's just shoot it at him. But yeah, that's where he starts coming to the uh, the realization when it comes to all that. And then, and then when we get to Corbin, that's just out and about, and we get this, you know, nice nice lady that's trying to sell roses to people. And you know, this is a pretty interesting scene too because you know she talks about how much they smell great and everything. And then Corbin goes. <sighs> Then he goes, I can't smell anything, you know, and he just starts again. They're just building up where he's just going to start basically just losing his mind when it came to all that, uh, when it when it comes to all this. And then he just he he, I mean, pardon the pun. He goes off the rails. Zing, anybody. Okay, but that is because he's more powerful than a locomotive. That's true. And he jumps onto the rail and (laughs) a train is coming. And then, of course, the train doesn't take him out. And then he just starts just fucking everything up and naturally it's like okay it's like one of those moments those clark kent about to like uh you know sees the news report sees what's happening and it's kind of funny too because they uh the news report can't identify him yet but of course clark is like corbin Uh oh and then you know he sees he knows who that is and then of course he's gonna jump right into action and uh, yeah, we get our first little Superman Metallo fight, which is, you know, it's a good one. It's a good one. It is a good one because it's the one like when when Superman doesn't know what to expect. Yes. And Metallo hasn't pulled the Metallo trick because I always love, you know, there's always the, you know, the chest. Yeah. You always know Metallo because I like in the animation when his shirt gets ripped, you even see like. The bo- like you see a box drawn yeah. on his skin. You see the square like right you, there, and you're like right okay. there. And of course, a Superman fan's going, you know, nope. do, doing the Rick Dalton going. We know what's behind door number. We one. know what door number one has. <laughs> yeah. So and, and yeah. they just start punching him, and I love it how it's like he's giving him the what to, and in the line you referenced at the beginning of the stream, you know, the whole idea. 
you know, what did he say? Um, well, I mean, basically Superman's asking him like, what, what did you do? Like, I mean, how did you like do this? Did you take something? Did you, you know, did you, you know, did you have a, pre and then he even said that you have a well, surgical operation yeah, operation. There you go. And then, yeah. And then, I mean, again, it's just Corbin is just, God damn it. Is he, yeah. He has elective surgery jealous, you know? And then, and, and, and then of course, like right when all this is happening and you know, he's just going back and forth. And then, then finally we get the reveal of, Oh, yep uh kryptonite right there in that uh that box that's right on his chest and uh, superman wasn't expecting that one i'm sure oh no not at all not at all no. because once again this has got to be our first reveal that uh, well because we because now kryptonite's starting to show up again like i yeah. asked the question at the beginning of feeding time like you know where did professor hamilton get some kryptonite. So obviously Lex Luthor's guys who we saw at the end of a little piece of home, they did find some more kryptonite because they're using right. that power metallo. Yep. And it's just like, yeah, there, there's more, there's more of this stuff like hanging around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it, and they have this great fight. Now, of course there's a lot of fight stuff, but I, I want to ask you this because okay. I just had this weird thing happen to me. Okay. So Superman's getting the, snot kicked out of him obviously yeah and, and, and they're on the interstate <laughs> yeah. and right before corbin decides to like just lay the lay the the low down on superman lois's car you know <laughs> comes screaking in yeah. and she opens the door she's like come on get in mm -hmm. i'm sorry but because it's dana delaney <laughs> All I could think of was that scene from Mask of the Phantasm when Bruce is running from oh, the cops and wow. Andrea Beaumont, you know, drives yeah. up on that alley and opens the door and says, get in. <laughs> I just had this weird moment. Maybe that both... was a little callback. Yeah, I don't maybe. know, because they're both Dana Delaney. So right? that could have been a little callback. I did not catch that. That's interesting. Huh? That could have been a little callback right there. You might be onto something. You might be onto I, something. I just, I just, it's just so, because, you know, it's, it's just a little bit flipped because it's the other door, you mm -hmm. know, but still, she, I like, I'd have to go back and watch Phantasm again. But she, her, there. Yeah. her line is almost the same. Mm. But then, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if you picked up on some stuff that Corbin was saying because I picked up on some double. Oh, well, subtext, <laughs> double Dondra subtext. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, let's face it. It's he's a. I mean, first off, I love how he says like you're looking a little green in the gills, and then of course he goes, yeah, he basically just saying like, yeah, I'm the real man of steel now. Because, oh, I love that line. I'm yeah, sorry. That, yeah. that, that, that really was a is, good line. That's a that good he, line. He's that's the real a, man of steel. steel. And I was like, cool. But yeah, he. Ooh, and then uh, oof. Yeah. He's like, oh, Miss Lane, mm -hmm. I've been thinking of you. You know, uh, yeah, especially. especially in these the past few months oh yeah <laughs> creepy and then he just pulls her in for a kiss right and the kiss i feel like confirmed what i thought he meant when he said that line mm -hmm. it's like oh wow what if okay mm. yeah there was some clean there was some kleenex and some lotion involved i'm sure <laughs> just... you went there you i went did there. go my brain yeah. went there and then when he yeah. pulled her for the kiss i'm like and that just kind of confirmed the subtext of yes. what he's saying because we we know that yeah. the people behind these shows are not are not above 
no subtext. No, oh, no, not at all. Not at all. But uh, yeah. So then, of course, he that's this is where we started getting more of the whole like, I can't I didn't feel that, you know, I didn't feel that kiss or anything like that. You wanted to feel it so much. And uh, yeah, so he's we already we're starting to see just the, you know, unraveling even more because he didn't feel the kiss. Um, so not only is like smelling food or smelling flowers or even like craving food or craving anything like that, especially what they established at the beginning. Now it's just, you know, when it comes to a touch, touch from a woman, he can't feel that either. And that's just like, that's going to make a dude go bonkers, I guess, you know, or, you know, or the sin of a woman. You are. That's right. There you go. Nice little. Yeah, there's that. I love that movie. I'm sorry. I had to. I had. To, I saw the reference and I had. Great movies. Sense of a woman. Anybody, you know. You know hey, hey, hey. Al Pacino, Chris O'Donnell. Check yeah. it out. Great movie. Yeah. Very great movie. But, you know, but it's great because also he's so distracted by his despair. Mm-hmm. It gives superman have time to climb into lewis's car and totally just like ram him off the interstate hey whatever works man and that's what was so cool i was like oh yeah superman can't because he's obviously being drained he can't you know just knock him off the off the overpass and he just has to get in lewis's car and just ram him off the overpass and then i love he's like sorry about your car and then she's just like yeah the insurance company's gonna really love this one it's like yeah what do you how do you explain that one so the reason why my car is fucked up in front of it is because superman got behind the wheel to knock a half uh, a robot dude with a cyborg yeah a cyborg there you go a cyborg off an overpass see okay do i have coverage (laughs) tangent tangent okay this is why when the show powerless was being developed I love the oh. original idea when it was supposed yeah. to be an insurance company yes. in the DC universe. Like I was yeah. really looking forward to the con- to the office comedy of that concept because that's what like that's what we're talking about. Like exactly do you do you have car do you have auto insurance, you know, plans? Do you have superhero destruction? insurance i don't know that's the thing. i never watched that show it I, wasn't, I yeah they didn't do it well right they didn't they, do it justice they well the problem was, was that, upon, um, wow <laughs> come on that was good that was good i'm, I'm not gonna lie yeah no the problem was was that they 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 completely changed the format of the show because you could tell because they had a trailer for the show that had the insurance company yeah uh concept and then it got changed in production to being a division of Wayne Tech, and uh, and it was like, no, I wanted the, I wanted the insurance company, you know, angle. I thought that would have been funny. Well, maybe they'll be able to do some. I mean, because I thought the concept was great. I mean, I mean, obviously Marvel has damage control. They have right, the version, yes. but it's like, but it wasn't quite like this. And then I know it was supposed to be like they're trying to make it like the office almost. And uh, which I, I mean, thought would have been fun with the insurance yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. But okay, if you if you get a chance to if you do get a chance, you can find it. Uh, it's worth watching for one thing. I do believe it is the final screen appearance of Adam West. Where, oh wow! Yeah, I'm definitely. He, he, he is a cameo in the. That's he has right. a cameo in the last that. episode. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. But uh, yeah, so we got uh, that. And then, of course, Corbin is just like, all right, going back to uh, Lex Corbin, just kind of just being like, just kicks down the door. Doesn't even like, you know, obviously he's pissed. He's got strength. So he's just going to just 
he he don't care. He's just gonna he's just gonna kick down the door because obviously Luthor promised him that okay, when it comes to not feeling things, we could fix that. We, we can make a, we we can make adjustments. Yes, we can there make you go. And, and I love it when when Corbin walks into the into the to the doctor, and mm-hmm. the doctor's like, "Um, yeah, the adjustments are for you to make. <laughs> like, yeah, like that, that's we're not going to do anything. We need you to just get. It's like just deal with it. You know? Yeah." And and then he even tries to be like, hey, you're you're you got super strength. You 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 don't you know you're 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 impervious to everything. So why not just you know it's good. But then you know, but it, it does make sense. Like if you were to do this, it's like yeah, your life is saved. You got super strength and you can do whatever. But at the same time, just to not be able to feel things, that would kind of be a bummer. It would be a bummer. But this is where he really really starts oh my god and you know you know it's getting hard when the series does the whole let's cut to a shadow or a silhouette and let's show you i'm like i that's just a part of me that goes wow we in 1996 we couldn't get away with him ripping his face off flesh off this is not like there's blood or anything like no that. Yeah. but still like standards and practices yes <laughs> we're still we still got those standards and practices there but they do a good job of doing that like i said the shadow the cut you know the the pan over to a shadow thing i mean we see him rip his half his face off probably they're like hey you know terminator type of like callback or whatever the hell but yeah but then when he starts really starts doing it you just see the 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 shadow which you know it's a good little trick when you can't really show the the stuff but yeah again and there's like no not like there's going to be blood or anything like that it's not going to be too graphic we can't scare the kids day can't scare the kids ah the kids we were tough kids then damn it anyways so then of course um when it comes to dr vale he's just He's packed up and left. He's gone. He got the hell out of Dodge. He got the fr- yeah. He's like, I'm not going to be a part of this. Um, obviously, Lois and Clark go to his office. They start looking through his office, and then, um, uh, and then, and then I've never even heard of like this thing. Oh, you never heard like, of a shark box? I've never heard of a shark box. Oh, see, um, no, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen it. Oh, I think it helps them. I think it helps out <laughs> of a lot of medical medical people in my family, probably. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, okay. Well, think about it this way: Have you ever uh, been to the doctor's office and they done yeah. needles, and you see them like, you know, yeah, dump him? Well, that's what dumping into. Yeah, I know that, but I just never knew what it was called. Oh, you didn't know it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know it was called. So yeah, because so, the idea is that it has sharp things yes, in it, use needles and whatnot and everything. So, um, and then it's cool because. Clark, of course, looks, you know, does his x-ray vision through it because obviously it's like, all right, Lois is like, oh, there's nothing here then if it's just that. Um, But then he sees like this, "Mm, this purple little vial, like, hmm, what exactly is that? And then, of course, she finds in the trash that uh, Dr. Vale had like, uh, you know, he had a uh, validation ticket, a parking validation ticket for there. And it's like, all right, for LexCorp, of course, that's going to ring some, you know, that's going to be some red flags. Maybe maybe more official than a box of Dunkin' Donuts. We never did get our validation, did we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never did get our validation anyway. There you go. <laughs> Inside joke, folks. Yes. There you go. But anyway, so so then, of course, um, we got Luthor. Uh, okay, so we got Luthor. He's on a date. He's on a date. Obviously, he's like outside. It's next to the water. He's on a date with a, a beautiful young lady. And, of course, doing his Luthor thing. And then, of course... 
just to interrupt it, we have a Metallo who's got a half a face and a you know more of a cyborg looking. And Metallo. he's got like the voice, and, and yeah. that was voice is all like you know robotic sounding, robotic sound to it. I love yeah. how it doesn't start sounding robotic until he's like ripped like half his stuff off. I think yeah. that was a cool move, man. And then he just takes his date and just like he because he's like I can't feel anything, I can't taste anything. He just starts losing and just takes her chair and just throws her. Right well, because he's the- also grabbing her while he's kind of talking about being able to feel things, yes. and there's also sort of the implication that he that that's once again what he's you know yeah what he's talking about because that's what put him over the edge <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that yeah i mean, I mean wouldn't it put you yeah know, exactly uh, I mean, come on but any guy I, I, the I, he's a he's a sympathetic villain what can i say and <laughs> yeah that's what's good about that's how the what's good about the writing looking, they yeah. do this so well like you're like yeah. oh no you're a son of a bitch but i get it like yeah i get it while you're going nuts right now Exactly. Get it. So, and so then of course, Luther does his whole spiel thing. Like, Hey, you know, that Luther does like, Hey, we could fix you. Let's go. You know, we'll we'll try to do something. We'll fix your skin. And of course they get on Luther's yacht and, and they've been on his yacht the whole time. Oh yeah, that's right. He was, they were on the yacht for some reason. Right. Because the whole point was that the the yacht is supposed to be like fully automated. So that was what the date was going to be was they were going to that Luther and the bimbo, because I'm sorry that <laughs> they, she, they, was. They, she was. I mean, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't cancel me, but yeah. you know I'm yeah, right. Yeah, you totally. Yeah, you know, bimbo. Somebody cut that one out. That's gonna be part of the clip tomorrow. Just kidding, it won't be. Um, but when put it no. past you. No, no, I won't put that on there. No, but uh, yeah, so and then of course Superman flies in, and this is what of course Lex wants. I mean, let's face it. Lex doesn't give a shit about Corbin. He just wants Corbin to destroy Superman. That's 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 what it is. So when Superman comes in, I mean, then this is where the shit really goes down and we get another little fight and we get another little added thing that we did not know that Mr. Corbin Metallo could do when it came to his kryptonite. And uh, we're going to go to the clip. Oh, that's a great move. I love that. move. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, there we go. And so let's go to the clip right now. So here we go. So obviously they're fighting and things are going to be happening. That's a good. Listen to me, Corbin. You're being duped. You're being duped. Bam. Shoots kryptonite laser at. Oh, and what a shot, too. Yes. Camera like almost does like a 180 to follow the beam. The beam even kind of stretches like it was like it like the camera lens deal. Love it. And that, 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 that yell. I love that yell. He uh, does like the Mortal Kombat kid. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Luther's uh, wardrobe choice, by the way. Right? Luther's your enemy. He did and then the twist. Yes, he saved me from that virus. Otherwise, I'd be dead by now. Nope. Here's your virus. Yeah, the utility, the belt. The, the belt doctor. holds everything, even Superman's belt. Put it in your food. How else oh, do you think you That's got a cool shot right there. That is a really cool shot. And then we see, yeah. Uh, oh, I love how they put Dr. Vale, like, right? in the virus. Why would he? What? <laughs> told him to. Dun, dun, dun. And then Luther's like, oh, shit. <laughs> the kryptonite's gotten to him. He's delirious. He's delirious. I'm not so sure of that. I'll be right back. Uh-oh. Now Luther's like, okay. Be a fool, Corbin. 
don't you see he's trying oh and the music is so good oh then this right oh. here no. he's just like pouring it on him like oh shit. And then Superman's like, all right, I got some sunlight. I got a little bit of thing. I could maybe summon something with this. Once again, I think I think that when they did the, the laser the actual lasers yes. because you need to see them like flicker. Exactly. But that was good. And then of course he started going boom, boom, boom. A little bit the, of a Batman the move game. there. He yes, did the same he thing. Yeah, yeah. He did the game. I love how Luthor's like actually was on fire right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then and then this moment where you're like, yeah. oh, wait a minute, he's made out of metal. But he's gonna go. sink like a rock. Yes. Didn't even think about that. And he can't even swim. How can you swim if you're that heavy? And then it's like, oh, is that bye-bye for him? Is that bye-bye for him? Maybe I don't know. Oh, there's a shark. Of course there's a shark. Superman's got to go save Lex Luthor now. From a shark. From a shark. <laughs> oh, so close. See? That's what's hilarious. Oh, man. So there you go. It's just like, it's just kind of funny that, like, Superman, his arch nemesis that is Lex Luthor. Of course, but of course, you know, he's not going to let him get eaten by a shark. Even though some people might be like, you eh, could have just flew away. He <laughs> <laughs> just flew away, man. You know, it would solve a lot of your problems. But he's yeah, not going to do that. Yeah, it totally would. But, but then we Superman. get a nice exchange when it comes to Superman and uh, and Lex. Another good exchange between them two. And and then I, it's just the. Uh, I, that's also <laughs> another thing that's happening a lot in this epi- in this show, is almost almost every other episode we end with like some sort of like exchange between Superman and Lex. Like yeah. We're always going to remember it's about these two. It's about the, I mean, that's the thing. It's about those two. And then I love it when he like, he leaves and then we get this, like the sunset right there. And then I do want to show that shot. Oh, it's such a great shot. It's such a great shot. Like, like when you see like, oh yeah, he's very much, well, we'll even go back a little bit because I even like that, that, that Lex Luthor shot before they even go down like right there. Oh see, yeah. The pier. He just looks right down and you see that the sun setting and then it just, drops down see the fish and you get the music creepy and then he's just like walking right up right there with that kryptonite the kryptonite still illuminating him you know i know even even as the episode fades to black you still see the the glowing kryptonite and and obviously what uh uh Lolita Ramentes was the composer for this episode because once again we've moved into the era now where we're getting the what I call after after you know Shirley Walker, we're now moving into the big three. You know, where we're either get Michael McCusin, Christopher Carter, or Lolita Ramentes as uh-huh. the composer. And this was and this was Lolita's episode. Okay. And I love how she gave Metallo that dun 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 dun. And that was his like theme to the episode because you heard it right yeah. there, right as you saw him like appear on the ocean floor because he's just walking because once again he can't drown no he's a fucking cyborg he's not breathing you know it's just fine it's just but he can't swim because he's heavy so he's just gonna be yeah and but it's a good little again like you said when it came to like twilight zone-esque 
kind of ending twist ending yeah you know. twist endings it's like yeah it's like okay we're you know they might as well have just said metallo will return almost. which is like, so cool because i remember the episode where he returns yeah and it's a direct continuation of yeah. like of that moment like the continuity is there for yeah. the character and i love it so good this is a great episode just so, so good great you know okay on a technical okay. note i want to make a i want to make a statement about how we're on episode seven now okay. and i would say more times than not probably because of the the smaller episode order we're getting better animation mm-hmm. more frequently mm-hmm. on these episodes that. yeah because so far for the really good animation i mean we're on episode seven and we've gotten the good animation on last on a Krypton part three fun and games, a little piece of home. And now we have all flesh. So we're four for seven of nice. getting really good. The, like the good stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, we didn't get that kind of frequency with that in the animated <laughs> no, series. It was all over the place. <laughs> it was all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, but again, it was just when it came to that series, I mean, that was just that set the I mean, that set the foundation when it came to all this stuff, you know, and I think, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the animation has been looking good for sure. So, yeah, it's been pretty, uh, been pretty, uh, pretty great. So what do we got next week? Oh, we have another returning villain next week. And this episode, you should everyone should watch episode eight. Which is stolen memories? Stolen memories. Who is again? These aren't. I, are, these aren't going to ring as much as Batman. So it's Brainiac. Oh, duh. I mean, obviously, yeah. So we're getting Brainiac back next week. Stolen memories. Yes, and we get to see okay. him in his, you know, robotic form. In his robotic form. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, look who's here. <laughs> <laughs> a special guest she might have been in that uh miss nighthawk you know right there handing me another uh seltzer which i appreciate thank you sweetie yeah so, I, uh, I bought beer today but i i was i i, I needed to stay away so i got my pepsi zero oh, sugar so you got yeah so you got a little peppiness in you but uh there you go there's uh miss nighthawk's uh cameo right there so appreciate that is she the tw- <laughs> she's the twist ending to the stream she's the twist ending did you you didn't know where all this do we didn't know where my my seltzers were coming from yes it was coming from her which is funny because now she's sitting back on the couch watching our stream <laughs> she was there you know watching and everything like that mama we're, film junkie we've now off. reached we've now reached the inception stage of animated. Yeah, exactly Ooh, yeah pretty crazy but anyways guys go ahead and watch that episode uh we'll be back next week and uh again hopefully everybody has a good fourth of july be safe out there of course and uh yeah really appreciate everybody uh spending some time with this just fantastic episode uh mr mcdowell just selling just 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 god that voice of his that's what's that's what's just so great about um the metallo character is just mm, just the way he delivers these lines just so ah chef's kiss like i said all right scott go ahead send us off well of course you can find me on twitter at scott dc 27 you can find my podcast the dc Squawcast, wherever podcasts can be found or on vero facebook youtube with the entire nick rev show the squadcastmedia.com we are a fan supported network so head on over to patreon.com slash squadcast media 
where $5 a month will get you exclusive access to uh, over 400 pieces of content, which does include an exclusive conversation between Stephen Colbert and me in a, in a brand new episode of Scott Shots, which I entitled The Death of the Flash. What happened? Ooh. And so yeah, we talked for about an hour. Only an out. hour? Dad, Only an get hour. Get out of here. Wow. <laughs> Did you have to like be like, Stephen, stop. Stop. No, no, it was a very, it was a very good conversation. Very okay, natural. It was, it's a, it's a great lesson. I had to do it a couple of times as I was editing it. So, uh, so once again, $5 a month, get there. It's really great. Check it out. And, um, and I'm going to go ahead and tease that, that box that I tweeted about, about a week ago, Ooh. it's going to be showing up on Patreon. So I'm just saying, if you want to know what's it, what's in the box, what's in, what's the, in box? the box, what's in the box. There you go, guys. Make sure you subscribe to all that. Check it all out and hit that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, Film Junkie Live. we got lots to talk about some things, you know, happening over the weekend, rumors and craziness and whatever. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Love you guys again. Have a good 4th of July. If, uh, you know, I don't talk to you if you don't tune in tomorrow. So, but uh, yeah, we love you and we'll talk to you later.